Good morning, good morning, good morning. Welcome to the Voice of Grace, the city of transformation, a place where we are helping people discover and fulfill their God-given destiny. Oh, this morning I bless the Lord, I bless the Lord, I bless the Lord. The Bible says, everything that has breath, let them praise the Lord. If the trees can praise the Lord, what more about me? If the birds can sing praises unto God, what more about me? What more about you? Whom the Lord has given life, smile joy peace the peace that surpasses all understanding oh i bless the lord this morning for you i thank the lord this morning for his faithfulness and his goodness towards us that he has given us life he has given us hands to move feet to move eyes to see family he has given us what a man needs to live on the face of this earth and for that I bless the Lord this morning I bless the Lord this morning that we're counted among the living I bless the Lord this morning that I have a mouth this morning that I have a voice this morning bless the Lord this morning for you and I thank the Lord this morning for his faithfulness towards you matter of fact while you were asleep he was at work and this morning that you were up and moving about he is still at work so we bless the Lord this morning our devotion this morning comes from st. John chapter 2 verses 13 to 24 and I am your host this morning, Pastor Sammy Roberts. And I will be reading this morning from the New King James Version this morning. And it reads this morning, Now the Passover of the Jews was at hand. And Jesus went up to Jerusalem. And he found in the temple those who sold oxen and sheep and doves. And the money changes doing business. And when he had made a whip of cords, he drove them all out of the temple with the sheep and the oxen and poured out the changes money and overturned the tables. And he said to those who sold doves or doves, Take these things away. Do not make my father's house a house of merchandise. Then his disciples remembered that it was written, The zeal for your house has eaten me up. So the Jews answered and said to him, 
What sign did you show to us since you do these things? Jesus answered and said to them, Destroy this temple, and in three days I will raise it up. And then the Jews said, It has taken 46 years to build this temple, and you will raise it up in three days. But he was speaking of the temple of his body. Therefore, when he had risen from the dead, his disciples remembered that he had said this to them, and they believed the scripture and the word which Jesus had said. Now when he was in Jerusalem at the Passover, during the feast, many believed in his name. When they saw the signs which he did, but Jesus did not commit himself to them, because he knew all men and had no need that anyone should testify of man. For he knew what was in man. This morning, allow me to briefly just share with you what's in the church. Oh, I asked the question, what's in the church? What's in the temple? Let me remind you quickly that the church is not the building. The church is you. The church is me. We are the church. So what's in the church? What's in you? You see, as the Bible says, the Passover started back in the book of Exodus chapter 12 when the children of Israel was in Egypt in captivity in bondage and Moses has been speaking to Pharaoh to let go God's people and the death angel was about to come that night and the children of Israel were instructed to get the lamb that is without blemish and take the lamb, kill the lamb, take the blood and put the blood on the doorpost. So that when a deaf angel comes passing by, a deaf angel will pass over them. Matter of fact, in the scripture it says, even if a family is small and a family is too small, let two families join together. To do this Passover, there was nothing mentioned about money and so on and so forth. So as the Jews were celebrating this to, in remembrance of what the Lord did for them in Egypt, some who could not afford and some who had more would bring their animals, would bring their sheep, would bring their dogs, and they would begin to just rip the people and raise up the prices because people wanted to do the Passover. So the temple became a place where they were selling and robbing people and, and stealing from each other. 
and the church became a money-making place. They were doing an exchange. Instead of giving God the glory, instead of using the temple to be a place where they will worship the living God. And remember what Christ did for, I mean, what God did for them. They were then using it now for extortion, to steal from each other. Oh, what's in the church today? When we look around today, the same form of exchange is going on. God has blessed some of us with gifting, for an example. And sometimes we sit in the church and say, we will not use our gifting until someone either recognize us. If they don't recognize us, the church will continue to struggle. That's another form of exchange. You recognize me, then I will give, I will use my gift. I will use what God has given to me. Another form is if you don't pay me, I won't use the, the gift that God has given. So now today we have to pay everyone before everyone begin to use the gifting. And the gifting was actually from God who gave it to us. It is another form of exchange. Another form of exchange will be before I preach, you have to pay me. It's another form of exchange. Today we find it in the church. So that's why I asked the question this morning, what's in the church? It has become a place of selfishness. It has become a place where we only think about ourselves and we just settle within ourselves. If you notice, Jesus drove them out and turned the money table over and said, take these things away. Do not make my father's house. It's house of merchandise, a house of entertainment, a house where you just do what you want, but let my father's house be a house of prayer. Let my father's house be a house of mercy. Let my father's house be a house of peace. Let my father's house be a house where uh, people can come and encounter the presence of the Lord. Now, mind you, Jesus is the Passover, and the Passover goes into the house, and all he finds in the house is exchange. Mine and oh, mine, I think about this all the time. If salvation was something that man could buy, the rich will be that the rich will buy, and the poor will suffer. But thanks be to God, the salvation cannot be purchased by money. But it was purchased by the blood of Jesus Christ. Oh, and Jesus said to them, when they asked for a sign, Jesus said, destroy this temple and I will rebuild this temple in three days. What they forgot to understand is that Jesus was not talking about the their building. He was talking about his death on the cross. You see, they took 46 years to build a building and they have taken the building to be their God. They were worshiping the building more than worshiping the creator. 
Oh, I came this morning to say, to ask the question this morning, what's in the church? You see how Jesus said it? Jesus said, my father's house, it should not be a house. It should not be a house of money making. And I loved how Jesus explained this over and over to them. Now, Jesus is at the Passover. Many of them believed only because of the signs they saw and the miracles that he performed. But what's striking the most is that Jesus did not commit himself to them. Why won't Jesus commit himself to them? Because he knew all men. He knew the heart of all men. He knew their hearts. He knew what was in their heart. That's why I asked the question this morning, what's in the house? What's in your, in your heart? You see, he had no need that any man should testify of man. For he knew what was in the man's heart. What's in your heart today? What's in your heart? What's in your heart? Is it an exchange? Is that what is in your heart? What's in your heart when it comes to the assembly? What's in your heart? What's in your heart when it comes to using the gift that God has given to you? What's in your heart? What's in your heart? Is it only you think about just yourself to exploit others? What's in your heart? What's in your heart, the gift that God has given to you? Are you using the gift to bring glory to God? Or are you using it to rob your brothers and your sisters that if they don't pay you, you won't use your gifting. You see, they will take the animals and they will bring it to the church and knowing very well that some would not have because they had to travel a longer distance. And some could not afford to bring the lamb with them, to bring the animals with them, to bring with them. So they made businesses at the church. Today, what's in the church? What's in the house? I encourage us this morning. Let God be glorified. Can Jesus commit himself to you? Can Jesus commit himself to you? And if Jesus knows what's in the heart of man, what's in your heart, may the Lord bless you. May the Lord keep you. May the Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you.